0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues,
1: episode 222. I'm Connor Murphy, here with Grace Matthews in the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Hello,
2: hello. Hello. Here, you've heated up up there, finally.
1: Finally, yes. We <laughs> actually have some summer happening, so
2: pretty
0: good. Hey, 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 we, uh, we're we on our natural uh, course now, where our humidity matches our temperature.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a little hot today. There's yeah, you, is you guys you got the pool, though. Yeah, yeah, well, you
0: can't take it with you. <laughs>
2: yeah, when <laughs> true, you leave huh? the house, that's true, bang. Um, I'm telling you, we're getting in it every day now. Good,
1: so, good. Yeah.
2: Exciting, but I tell you what, America is a little depressed.
1: Yeah, you think so?
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and then of course, you know, I've been around medical stuff my whole life, unfortunately. Right. And there is nothing more corrupt than the billing practices of the hospitals and medical offices, and that didn't used to be the case. That started back when the hospitals went and bought out all the doctors, remember that?
1: About 20,
2: 25 years ago. Right. Okay, ever since then, these hospitals, they're nothing more than big business.
1: Right, exactly. And we
2: know that in a lot of areas, they didn't have quite as many hospitalized people for COVID-19 as they were supposed to.
1: Not nearly as what was predicted, that's for sure.
2: Exactly, well, so, this created a financial problem because all elective surgeries were canceled. <laughs> um, people quit going to the doctor for pretty much anything that wasn't COVID 19. Right. People have been laid off. Now, we are learning that possibly the numbers that the CDC have are very, very inaccurate. Right. Because hospitals are. Basically doing tests and claiming false positives.
1: Right, right.
2: They get $20,000 from the government extra for each COVID patient. One of our listeners sent this to me. He says, my my mom is a nurse in San Francisco. This nurse, she has been giving COVID-19 tests. After every test came back positive, she got suspicious. So she sent in two separate blank tests. That means unused swabs. Right? Those both came back positive. <laughs> she sold she told some of the other nurses about it. So together they submitted 10 fake tests. All it was was unused swabs. Right. Okay. Nothing on the swab. And guess what? They <laughs> all came back positive.
1: Oh wow.
2: Now what the hell is going on?
1: Yeah, we we suspect um actually we absolutely know that it's been happening here in Canada and it's not for extra money. It's just to um uh, maybe support a bit more of uh, the power hungry uh par- propaganda. I don't know. Uh but oh, we we've yeah. seen the same things here. It, it's uh it is ridiculous. I also saw that uh uh Florida was reporting 98% or something and it turns out it was 9.8%. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness. I didn't see that.
0: You know, yeah. I had I gave uh, grace my theory on this. As you know, I always oh, you always got to have somebody that sees the uh, you know, the dirty business people. If you have all this if you have all these cases, the big money that the uh, companies can make by finding the cure oh, you're talking of, about the pharmaceutical companies pharmaceuti- yeah. yeah pharmaceutical companies what they can do the amount of money the higher the number the amount of money they can make on a drug
2: Oh my God! Is
0: astronomical. I, I I can't even fathom how many billions of dollars.
2: I I think you might even be talking about trillions. In Maybe this yeah. I I, 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 I if agree. If you're the
0: first, or if yours works better, or handles more patients, well, the more I'm out there, the more people out there that think they have it are going to buy that drug. Or you you know how that works. It's right. just it just it's it's the old conspiracy theory to me that. Why would they want the numbers to be so out of whack? It just doesn't make sense. I don't know.
2: I don't Especially with knows.
1: medical, because, uh, I mean, a lot... I, you just don't falsify medical records. I mean, that's yeah, just we wrong more. on every level.
2: Exactly. And, you know, they're getting nasty about the big, the big business side of it, even the nurses. Um, I have a procedure scheduled for my neck because, you know, I had the thyroid problem, Right. so it left my neck a little wacky, so I had a plastic surgery, just where they're just gonna pull my neck back, you know? Okay. Scheduled for September, and I decided, because of the COVID-19, it, it's just not worth it right, right.
1: now. Right.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. so I canceled that. This was early, in, early this week, so it wasn't at the last minute. Boy, a nurse called me back. She was mad as hell. Oh, no. I'm like, are you kidding? I mean, right now we have more cases here. I mean, like five times more cases than we had when we were all under lockdown. Right. So, uh, of course, I'm not going to do an elective surgery like that Right. right now. Right. But see, they're starting to hurt financially. In fact, one of the hospitals here has laid off a significant amount of staff. And I think that's happening everywhere, including here. Yeah, and you know, we expect more out of our doctors and nurses. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and I think we should. I, I think that's okay to expect more. You
0: know, and that's another thing, you know, when the hospitals, like our hospital here, they went around buying everything. Every hospital they could buy, they made it into a major corporation. Right. Well, when all this happened, it's just like they had to shut down. They could not staff all these and because they weren't getting the elective surgeries. That's where they're making their money. Uh, I had a CEO of a hospital, not in our state, but in another state tell me, that their electric elective surgeries that they can perform now are down twenty down to twenty percent of normal.
1: Wow.
2: That means it's down eighty percent. And I think that's why she called me angry. Right. But I'd like to know whether she would do it. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well
0: You know you gotta go through the Gestapo to even get in to a doctor's office or a hospital now. They check you and check you and yeah. Recheck you anyway, they're doing that here. Yeah. So, what makes it so safe that you want to go down to an operating room where there's mistakes and things happen and, you know, expose yourself to, to maybe something that's, uh, could not be very, uh, very good and right. not under
2: your control? Exactly.
1: exactly. Yeah.
2: Well, this chick isn't doing it. Okay. And speaking yeah. of things brought up by other listeners, um, A listener also brought up the idea that the DACA about the DACA kids. Those are the kids that are illegal immigrants into the United States, but they're de facto, meaning they were brought here as children by their parents. Right. Now, I have a soft place for these kids that are not even necessarily kids now. I mean, a lot of them are in their 30s. Right. Because this was done by no fault of their own. They don't know another country. They don't understand um, the country that their parents were born in. Right. They are, in my view, Americans. Okay. Now, yeah. yeah. a lot of conservatives don't think that way. I happen to think that way. I believe that you have no choice but to give them amnesty. Now, I do think you should end DACA, but we already have these mm-hmm. kids here. Right. Okay. If you want to end DACA in the future for any new people, do it. That's fine.
1: Right. They know up front.
2: Our listener, who also has a podcast, says that if you give DACA kids amnesty, this country will become a socialist country because it will change the electoral in such a way it won't matter if Trump is elected. Huh. Now he's got a point. However, my point is that a great deal of the DACA kids are Hispanic, Mexican and Hispanic. Right? They are very religious people by nature. OK? Christian, Catholic, and they have a hard time buying into the leftist agenda. So once these people have amnesty, I don't think they will remain socialist Democrats.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're, he's you're wrong. probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: but if he's if if I'm wrong and he's mm-hmm. right, he's got a point.
1: Yeah, I right. I can see it, but I don't my, know, my man. Only
0: argue, my only argument against this is hopefully as I like to look at it as if someone did a favor for me, which Trump would be doing a favor, right, by get, granting them amnesty. It seems like to me they would be beholden to the person that did it and made it happen. I don't know if that's probably not right or wrong. A certain percent, surely you're right. I, the, you know, I, I just would think that they would see this as a gift and feel beholden. Now, if they'd grown up here in this country, they'd probably have their own opinions about things anyway. So you're gonna have those people already, but. I, I think he's wrong thinking that it's going to change the um, diversity of the people all that much. And and maybe I'm wrong. That's just my humble opinion that I, I think it's probably going to end up a third, a third, and a third.
2: I think you're right. And, and I will say that Mark is, is um, a little negative by nature. He is... He would never vote for Biden. He would never vote for a Democrat, but he's certainly not a Trumpster. Okay. Um, And um, he is a hardliner. You know, he believes in a conservatism that I can't quite buy into. Right. Um, And that's, you know, I'm not necessarily as great a social conservative as even some of our listeners are. I appreciate where they're coming from, I think he has a point. I'm hoping he's wrong. I think that the hammer's got a point too.
1: Yeah, there's definitely no easy uh, solution to it, but I do like your idea. You know, um, give them an amnesty now and uh, have a cutoff date where, boom, exactly. if yeah, if you're a delicate kid after this date, <laughs> you're on your own. Exactly.
2: <clears throat> and as we well know, politics mm-hmm. are politics. I mean, Nancy has wondered a new stimulus package for the COVID-19 crisis right, and many Republicans won it too. I think they basically have no choice. They, the left, including Nancy, has wanted to win the old war in Afghanistan. Trump in 2016, that was one of his his campaign promises, to end the war in Afghanistan. Both of these issues, it looks like Nancy is sandbagging on because she doesn't want it to go in Trump's favor. Okay. Uh, because this could help push him over the top in November. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't think Nancy
0: is underhanded enough to do something like that, uh, you got another thing coming. <laughs> You're uh, pretty I would have used that, but uh, anyway, the, she is not going. To, she's gonna. I call it slow walk. Yeah. She's gonna slow Which walk. Which might
2: it. hammer her.
0: Yeah. It could. It, I, hopefully it does. I hope this is one of the things that comes back to bite her, because both sides do want this. It's good for the country. Let's put it in. It's. We don't need any more of our troops getting killed, our young men. It's. It's a. Nobody can win that war over there. What are you gonna get? One big rock.
2: Well, the longer she waits, people actually have a little bit of, of a short memory. So the longer she waits and the closer it is to the election, she's handing it to him.
1: Yeah, it, well, a, a lot she does doesn't make sense. Speaking of her, I saw a picture of Nancy Pelosi the other day, and she looked like super surprised. And before I even read the, uh, the headline, I clicked on it. And then I looked at the picture, and I realized that she just drew her eyebrows on too high that day. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a matter of fact, I, I was like, yeah, her eyebrows are exactly like my bank account, overdrawn.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like a, a, a sketch, didn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, she kind of looked like Michael Jackson.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my, that's, um, yeah, I haven't seen well, that Those yet. pencils
0: can get away from you at times, you know? <laughs> yeah. You had yeah. A, uh, yeah. If, I guess it was all that ice cream.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it, you know, it's nothing new for her to be block and shit. I wonder if she was a, a big cock blocker in college, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet so. I bet so. Okay, there is a new phenomenon. It's not a new phenomenon, but now it has a term called Trump Secret Voters. And we talked about this all the time. All the time. Before the 2016 um, election, but we didn't have such a cool terminology for it. And These are people that the pollsters call, if they're not from the right place, meaning, for example, if they're from the New York Times. (laughs) Right. um, The Trump Secret Voters will not admit to being Trump supporters and will, according to this report, will actually lie.
1: Yeah, we've talked about this. And say they're voting for yeah. Biden. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: So th- we know they exist. We know that when Trump's campaign runs their own polls, that they have been more accurate in the past. In 2016, his pollsters were very, very accurate. Right. Um, the campaign pollsters.
0: You know and uh, that's that's a, you know, and we've talked about this, we talk about this at home, and this is one of my pet thieves, just like, over in our neighborhood, there's a lot of Biden signs. Not a lot, but several.
2: <laughs> a lot, I would say. No, no Trump
0: signs. No. But I guarantee you, come voter time, this will be a Trump neighborhood.
2: Well, he carried out by 66%. So uh, this city. Sharon, I, I just... Last time. So. I
0: don't believe that people want to vote for Sleepy Joe. I just cannot believe that they can put their confidence in this guy that's still hiding in his basement. I right. just cannot vote. He hasn't said one thing. The only thing he's talking about was the economy, and that was copying off what Trump's been doing. Yeah. That's you know. True. So I, I just... I I truly believe that people are giving false narratives out there to make them think that they've got it in the bag.
2: Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. And speaking of the campaign, um, Trump um, fired Brad Pascal yesterday. Now, Brad Pascal was touted with coming up with the technology that actually won the 2016 election for Trump. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I think the fundraising practices have just gotten out of control, and I hope that's the reason why. For example, the text is: I texted you yesterday, but you didn't respond. Your mid-month five times match is unclaimed. <laughs> oh, I've gotten. Wow. I've got text here that says you have abandoned um, your president. Um, you, he chose you and you didn't respond. I mean, I'm talking 30 times a day, nasty stuff. Wow. From the Republican campaign.
1: Uh, that it just is crazy. not right.
2: Okay, now we know in all sorts of business, you keep your current customers. I mean, voters that are already in your field, you just definitely want to keep them. You do not want to bash them. Yeah. And you definitely need to get new people.
1: Yeah. That, this that, is no. not
2: a way. This was Brad no. Pascal. I would go in and clean everything off the top.
1: Wow. And if that
2: meant Rona McDaniel, I would do it. I would do that also. Because this is not how they ran the 2016 campaign. It is bull crap. No. have Go ahead.
1: Not cool, Brad, not cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we
0: have a uh, theory at work and, and uh, research to back it up that it cost us over $500 to get a new customer.
1: Wow. So
0: keeping it, every customer we can, which we've been in business for 100 years, is very important to us. Exactly. Because to go out and try to create new customer base it is so expensive now people even with the um, internet and emails and all that the you cannot replace them like the old uh way of doing business the handshake the meeting face to face the doing business together and i don't want them to run off the Good base that they have that they generated from 2016. And, and you know, they're, we're getting calls at nine o'clock at night. Oh, wow. In the Midwest, and that's just, it's sort of been the rule of thumb that you don't call anybody at home after eight o'clock. Right. That's just right. kind of, especially an people rule. that get up at four. Yeah, especially, so.
2: yeah. So. Yeah, I'm cool, and I hope the changes ref- are reflected in these texts and emails. Well, sure. an,
1: inter- an interesting thing happened to me uh, last week. Actually, um, it was uh, I, I sign a lot of petitions. Um, if I believe in in what the petition is uh, for, then I sign it. So the other day. Um, this was in regards to a petition that I had signed for Trudeau to open up Parliament again because he's basically ruling, ruling like a king now uh, with no opposition because he closed Parliament till September. Oh,
2: my gosh. That's yeah. so scary.
1: Yeah. So uh, when I, I signed the petition and I got a call and, you know, they're thanking me for signing the petition. And then uh, it turned all political and asking for donations for the party opposing trudeau so this petition was created by the progressive conservative party to uh fundraise
2: absolutely and get your information
1: yeah so Mm -hmm. that was very interesting
2: that stinks Um,
1: yeah yeah for sure we've got a new scandal going on here as well um Trudeau announced he was giving 980 million dollars yes 980 just shy of a billion dollars to a charity called we Uh and yeah and it turns out um, the day after he was elected back in 2015 um, or 2016 I can't remember now um, the day after he was elected he spoke at a we event And uh, when they started digging down to how come there was nobody else, uh, no other charities vying for that money or anything, it was just handed to this one charity. Turns out that uh, Trudeau had his mother and his brother uh, essentially on the payroll for $282,000 of that money.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's corrupt with a capital C.
1: Yes, so that's, I, I mean, this is what, the fifth or sixth ethics violation that he's had. Uh, oh, absolutely. And uh, we
2: just can't do anything about it.
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: brutal. Yeah, that is very brutal, and I, I just can't even believe you guys have all this money he's handing out. Right. It's nuts. We don't. He's borrowing it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, um, to change the tone just a little bit, some of our most viewed or listen to shows are those we have done on the Me Too movement to so this very day. Um, those are probably our most popular shows. They keep um, they're listened to every day. And we have taken a stand that um, we certainly believe that women and men should not be sexually abused on the job. But we also have talked a lot about abusing the Me Too movement. Fox has uh, recently let go an, another on-air talent, Ed Henry, who was with them for 11 years. At one point, he had a situation where he was having an extramarital affair a few years ago with a Vegas girl, okay, and she blackmailed him. He was put on a leave of absence for about, I don't know, six to eight months and demoted He made his way back up through the ranks, had just got promoted a few months ago. And then, lo and behold, an attorney shows up at Fox, and a woman that had worked there six years ago I don't know when the incident happened, just know she hasn't worked at Fox for six years uh, said that he said something inappropriate to her. He was immediately taken off the air, and they were doing an investigation. Right, so he's supposed to just be, you know, like on leave while there was an investigation. The investigation lasts two days, and they can't. Oh,
1: wow. Okay.
2: We cannot, we gotta be very careful about, someone says someone did something six, seven years ago, so they should be fired.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, if, sorry, but if you don't speak up, so that there can be an appropriate investigation at the time, you know, then you, you've missed your window. And, and that's an awfully hard thing to say to a victim. I understand that. But it's anything else is unfair because there are witnesses, there are circumstances. You can't come back and recreate six years down the road.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: There cannot be an appropriate um, investigation six years later
1: yeah who, nobody's gonna remember that stuff
0: why do they put the police tape around the crime scene
2: yeah, so it did it did it. Yeah. And
0: yeah. so so they can get all the right evidence do all the investigating get all the facts right then fresh not six years later you know now I do I do understand with the DNA on rape tests because we didn't have it back in the day. I get that. But, you know, he said, she said six years ago. How come she wasn't going to fit about it then?
1: Yeah. you, she made didn't you go
0: to, yeah. You, she if you, didn't go to anybody then and and raise hell and, and cause a big stink because you know that if she worked at Fox that somebody, there's somebody that would listen to her if they thought it was true. Hell, that would have been in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Megan would have
2: made sure it was in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I I think we got to be careful, and uh, we're doing way too much of that. But on another note, mm-hmm. Goya Foods, um, the CEO went to the president's, um, uh, uh, the White House for a meeting uh, about the economy, right? And the situation with shipping and such, and there was a boycott. All the liberals boycotting Goya Foods, which is mostly Hispanic-inspired foods, beans and sauces and all, all sorts of fun Hispanic-inspired foods. So, uh, uh, actually a little-known radio podcaster said, let's counteract that cancel culture and let's have a, a buy-up." Okay. <laughs> And even if you buy Goya Foods, if you want to give it to the food banks, buy. just buy, buy, buy. Well, so Goya Foods is, I mean, the shelves are empty. I went to the <laughs> store today, and I was determined to buy something from Goya. I had to sell for tomato paste.
1: All brought by Trump's secret voters.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, keep buying Goya. Uh, they are a great company that give that is known to give a lot of food to food banks. Yes. Anyway. And the COVID people. Yeah, they given a lot in the COVID situation, but I also want to talk a little bit about these, um, what I'm calling these goody two shoes companies. Okay. Okay. The COVID situation is bad. Now, as of today, in Greene County and most of Missouri. Springfield included. You have to wear a mask wherever you go. Okay. Okay. All right. I I kind of have mixed emotions. I'm not sure that that's constitutional. I know that a business can require it, and I think they should. Okay. I'm not sure whether we can constitutionally mandate that. I'm sure that's going to go to the Supreme Court and somebody will decide. Right. However, these companies that are saying, we don't care how much money we lose. We're just going to be as ridiculous as possible. Today, at Walmart, they have closed down all but one entrance.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Why? I, have no, I I do not understand. Everybody's wearing a mask. You know, that should be a relief. Just tap somebody at the door making sure everybody's got a mask on.
1: Yeah, hand them out.
2: Why do you have to close <laughs> off an entrance?
1: Uh, yeah, they did that here. Although uh, most places it's open once again, um, but they they do have somebody wiping down carts when you come in. Yeah. So you, sometimes you gotta kind of wait in line. But yeah, we still got the stupid arrows and the X's, and uh, yeah, it's it, it it's getting ridiculous. It's been ridiculous, yeah. and it's getting more ridiculous the longer we stay closed.
2: Yeah, and then I went to the health food store the other day. I go in, and, okay, you have to wear a mask inside. Um, she did not want to take cash. They did, they, they did not want to take, you know how you have the little customer card so you get $5 off after you spend 100 or something. Would not take your card. Huh. I mean, it, it, it was ridiculous, okay? Have a hand sanitizer, have a mask, even wear glasses, okay? Right. Use rubber gloves. But we have got to operate as a society.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely agree with you. If you are that
2: afraid, then close your damn doors.
1: Yeah. Couldn't agree more.
2: Yeah. And we don't always agree about life's the journey. And we're definitely in this together. You bet. Thanks for listening. Godspeed to all of our listeners. And Godspeed to you.
1: Godspeed. See you later. Godspeed, you too, and uh, have a good summer week.
0: You too. Bye now.
1: Bye-bye.